When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening. This is Jim French, welcoming you to radio's new theater of suspense and imagination as the Golden West Broadcasting Company presents Crisis. Yeah, who is him? It's Mrs. Cromer. Yeah, what do you want? I told you I'd have rent for you Saturday. This is Thursday. It's not about the rent. Oh, <laughs> for once. You've got a visitor. Hmm? Who is that? He says his name is Mr. Vance, and he has business with you. I don't know anybody by that name. What kind of business? Well, if you'd open the door, you could ask him yourself. Hmm? There's Joe Toledo, Mr. Vance. Thank you, Mrs. Cromer. Hello, Joe. Hello, you... No, we've never met, but I've come a long way to meet you, Joe. Yeah, mind if I come in? Well, I don't know. Uh, Mrs. Cromer, don't you have to go downstairs and water the soup or something? <laughs> We're not waiting dinner on you, Mr. Toledo. Say, I am sorry. It's, it is just about dinner time, isn't it? Well, that's all right. You uh, take your life in your hands when you eat in this boarding house slop anyway. Come on in. Now, uh, what's it about, business? Oh, I, I know you're retired, Joe. I, I just thought possibly I could uh, get you to come out of retirement for, you know, one last engagement. Oh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, now, to save time, I, I know you were one of the great thieves of all time, and I, I need something stolen. Well, wait a minute. I paid all my debts back in Joliet, and I'm through. I'm starving, but I'm straight. Now, hey, of course, you understand I wouldn't be coming to you, except I have to have the best. And you were the best, and I'm betting you still are. What's your name again? Vance. Yeah, yeah. Vance, now, wait a minute. Who are you with? You with Pellucci or Scotty? No, I don't know who you mean. I'm a private party. You don't work for some fence? Well, I, I, I'm with an insurance company. Well? Yeah, I recover stolen goods for insurance companies, and that's why I need you. I want to subcontract a little work. Oh, now, wait a minute. You want me to heist something that's already been heisted, huh? You got it. Now, wait a minute. Are you kidding? That's unethical. That's... It can also be unhealthy. Well, before you turn me down, now listen a minute, okay? Now, the target is a diamond necklace that's insured for $350,000. Now, if I recover it, they pay me 10%. That's $35,000. Now, if you can get it for me, I'll split my commission right down the middle with you. $17,500. Plus, I'll pay all your expenses. Wait a minute. Uh, $17,500, huh? Woo! Where is this necklace? Well, it'll be in a lady's makeup case on a train between Chicago and L.A. <laughs> train, eh? Hey, you know, I used to some of my best stuff on a train. Under a fly-specked light bulb, Joe Toledo sits on his sagging bed in his New Jersey boarding house, mopping his bald head trying to make his eyes track. 
He stretches out his long hands and watches his fingers tremble. $17,500 is a lot of money to someone who hasn't worked steadily since getting out of prison, someone who'd lived from bottle to bottle. So much money, it could even change a person's mind, even someone who'd sworn off stealing. And then hadn't Mr. Vance said Joe would only be returning the necklace to its rightful owner? In a moment, Mr. Keenan Wynn stars in a tale of suspense, a tale of carefully laid plans and hidden danger, as crisis brings you the Robin Hood heist. And now the distinguished star of movies and television, Mr. Keenan Wynn, as Joe Toledo in... The Robin Hood Heist. Just a minute, Mr. Toledo. Oh, there you are, Mrs. Cromer. Yeah, and just where do you think you're going with well, that suitcase? Well, now, this may come as a shock to you, but I'm uh, checking out. Oh, no, not without paying what you owe, you're not. Oh, well, of course not. Let me see. I think it comes to uh, 4250 Am I right? No, there's uh, 20, 30, 40. Oh, the smallest I've got is a five. Well, now, I tell you what, you keep the change. Well. Well, I'm uh, sorry I had to miss dinner. What was it you were having tonight, goat? Ah, we can put your suitcase in the trunk. No, I'll just... Are uh, you sure you got enough cash on you now? Cash? Are you kidding? Do you know how long it's been since I've had $100 of me? The last time was after I worked a party in Long Island. The next day, I bought myself a black Buick convertible. Well, I had my yeah, uh, uh, Joe, let's go over the details now, all right? Oh, sure, sure. All right, I'll tell you everything I can. Now, the necklace will be in the bottom of a makeup case. The lady will not be wearing it. Mm-hmm. Where is she? Her name is Loretta Martin. How'd she get the necklace? I was given to her by her boyfriend. Oh, and he's the one that hooked it off this, uh, uh, what's her name, Mrs. Fowler, right? That's right. And Loretta doesn't matter. Well, probably not. Yeah, well, listen. If you already know who stole it and where it's at, why don't you just call in the cops and let them handle it? Keep your 35 grand for yourself. Why call me in on it? Well, I can see you don't know much about the way these things work. Now, if I let the cops make a pinch... Then Loretta's boyfriend hires a fancy lawyer, and the necklace is all tied up for months as an exhibit. So what? The Fowler dame gets it back eventually. Yeah, but eventually isn't soon enough for her now. She's she's going to Europe the first of next month. And uh, she wants to take the rocks with her, right? Right. Uh-huh. Okay, Loretta Martin. What you got, a roommate? A deluxe room, number six. Now, look, tell me about her. Loretta? Yeah. Oh, she's about uh, 28, 29, a blonde. Uh-huh. Good looking? Yeah. And her boyfriend steals, huh? <laughs> Must be a real bush leaguer. Oh, why do you say that? Well, you found him out, didn't you? Well, we get to Chicago and check into a hotel. I can tell this guy, Vance, has never worked with a pro before. I have to tell him everything, and he gets a liberal education. But I can't be on that train. Then the deal's off. Why? I never work alone. I never hold the hot stuff. You never hold it. Listen, Vance, you hired me to heist the necklace, not store it for you. Thirty seconds after I get that stuff out of the dame's room, I'm going to be clean. You expect to be paid $17,500 for just that? Okay, you do it all day alone, baby. Oh, you, you know I can't do that. 
All right. You want it done right, you listen to me. You understand? I always work with a partner. Best in the business was Sharky Adcock. He could take a hand off while the whole Supreme Court was looking at him and know he was wiser. Well, one time in Turkish bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Now, uh, what is it you want me to do? Well, I want you to ride the train with me. Only we don't even know each other. You understand? Okay. After I get the necklace, I'm walking down the aisle, and you brush by me. And you've got a newspaper folded up. Here, give me that newspaper. All right, here you go. Now, now, you fold it double, like this. You put it in your arms, see? And you walk toward me. Go ahead, go up front. And I brush by you and go on about my business, and you go on into the men's john or wherever it is, and you open up the newspaper. Hey, pretty slick. Hey, how'd you slip your wallet into my newspaper? Well, I didn't. That's your wallet. Well, I tap Vance for a little more expense money, and I go out and do a little final business. It's dark then, and I get back to the hotel. Vance buys me another good meal. You know, this I could get used to. Then we hit the sack. Next morning, I feel like it's... I feel like it's 20 years ago. I really take charge. Okay, Vance, the bathroom's yours. Holy smoke. <laughs> How do I look, huh? That's what you were buying yesterday. Yeah. It's a Catholic priest outfit. Well, I got a big store down by the loop. Hell, I could have been an archbishop if I'd have wanted to, but... Yeah, but, 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 but why the... Oh, no, no, no. I'm only going to carry this old black valise, see? That's going to be all my baggage. So I'm going to go on ahead and I'll see you on the train. Now, you remember, you've never seen me before in your whole life. Joe, I really got to hand it to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hand it to you. Now, get it right, will you, baby? I'll see you at the station. It's about three hours out of Chicago. They begin serving lunch on the train, and Joe Toledo has no problem finding the woman called Loretta. She's an outstandingly good-looking woman, and as he walks by her table in the diner, she looks up and flashes in a smile with gratitude written all over it. He sits down, and before you know it, they're fast friends. And do you have a fairly large flock, Father? Ah, uh, you know how things are now, my dear. No, I'm afraid our parish is a little rundown. Uh, I've only heard two confessions the whole of last week. Oh. oh, I do hope things will be better for you in California. Well, the Lord will provide, Miss. Now, what is your name again, my dear? Loretta Barton. Loretta, a lovely old name. I used to love to watch Loretta Young on the television. I was named after Loretta Young. <laughs> I love the way she came through that door. You ever see that? Now, she'd swirl with a dress twirling all around her. <laughs> ah, Loretta, fine old name. Uh, are you going to Hollywood to be a movie star yourself? Oh, no, no. I'm going to meet my, uh, a friend. Oh, someone special? Oh, yes, yes, he's very special to me. Why, he's the most wonderful, generous man. Well, now, he sounds interesting. What does he do? Charles? Oh, he's into just everything. Petroleum, commodities, lumber, diamonds. Ah, are you going to marry him? Well, if he asks me. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine, an old-fashioned girl. Father. Yes, my child. Father, do you think... Do you believe some things were meant to happen? Oh, you bet. Uh, 
Such as uh, what? Well, such as you're coming to sit at my table. Oh, Father, I desperately need to talk to someone. Well, now, who better than... Uh, who better than a priest? Only, isn't this a little public? You're right. Father, would you mind... I mean, would it look suspicious if, if you were to come to my room just for a few minutes? Well, now, uh, perhaps under the circumstances, uh, I just might be able to make an exception uh, just this once, you understand. Do I believe some things were meant to happen? <laughs> Little Loretta is playing right into my hand. She gets up from the table and she leads me right out of the diner and down two cars to her compartment. She unlocks the door, we slip inside, and take a quick look around. No makeup case. Uh, uh, they sure make these rooms small enough, don't they? <laughs> is this, uh, I mean, is this all there is? Oh, no, there's a little bathroom. You see the door? Oh, yes. Uh, 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 I beg your pardon. Say, my child, would you pardon me a moment of... Oh, I... go right ahead. Oh, oh, wait. Wait, let me get my makeup kit out of there. It, it's mm. so crowded. Oh, no, no. Don't you bother about that. No, that's fine. Just leave everything the way it is. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And there it is. A little alligator-covered box with a handle on top and two brass locks. <laughs> It isn't even locked. I push aside the jars of rouge, the eyebrow liner, and stuff. And down in the sign pocket, I see the sparkler. I slip into my pocket, rearrange the makeup, and we're halfway home. Now we get out of there. Well, now, thank you, my dear. Now I really have to be going along. Oh, can't you stay and talk to me? Just for a few minutes? Well, no, I'd like to, but I really have to... Uh, I have to get back to my books. I study a lot, you know. Uh, of course. Oh, but I really wanted to talk to you. Well, no... Well, no. you're my last chance before I see Charles in Los Angeles. Well, what do you mean, last chance? I need... I need some advice, Father. Oh? Well, what, about your boyfriend? Yes. The big lumber and diamond, Mom? Yes. Y you see, he... Well, I'm on my way out to the coast to... To stay with him. Uh-huh. That doesn't shock you? Oh, no. Listen, my child. You've got to expect everything these days. There's not much a priest doesn't hear. But the thing is... Well, that's not the way I want it. I love him, Father. I want to marry him. I want to be his wife. Not his... His... I, I, I know. You mean uh, concubine. Yes. No good for you. And does Charles know you feel this way? Well, he's trying to get me to change my mind. He gives me the wildest presents. Like, like just before he mailed me the tickets for this train trip, he gave me a diamond necklace you wouldn't believe. Here, here, let me show it no, to no, you. No, 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 no. I'd rather not see it. Well, it's just in the bathroom no, in my I, makeup I, case. I don't care. I don't want to see it. And if you take my advice, you don't want to even open up that makeup case until you get to L.A. Oh, Los Angeles. Well, why not, Father? Because... Well, you never know who might be watching. In a private bathroom? Oh, it makes no difference. Listen, you just you just keep that makeup case locked. You don't need makeup anyway. A pretty girl as you, you don't need it. Gee, now you've got me scared. No, no, I didn't mean to scare you. I just uh look, you 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 just try to forget you ever had that necklace. What? And then you won't be self conscious. 
A thief can spot someone who's carrying valuables very easily. Now I've got to go. But, Father, what do I do about Charles? My dear, do you know what I'd do if I was you? When this train makes its next stop, I'd get off, and I'd turn around and take the next train back to Chicago. But, but what about Charles? Something tells me that Charles isn't good enough for you. Now, you remember what I told you? Joe, Joe, what happened? What do you mean, what happened? Stop talking to me. Get lost. Well, you were in there for five minutes. What went wrong? Nothing went wrong. Now, will you get out of here? Did you get it? Listen, do you want to blow the whole thing right here? Where are you staying? I have a roomette. Next car, 15A. Okay, go wait there. Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. You trying to pull a fast one? What I wouldn't give if you was Sharky. Will you just cool it? Just cool it. I'll be there in a minute. Come on, let's move away from Loretta's door. Yeah? Who is it? Well, I'm Father McKay here, and I've lost the compartment. Oh, Joe, come on in. You practically gave me heart failure out there. You were supposed to walk past me in the arm with a folded newspaper. Where were you, anyway? Well, I, uh, well, I got worried. So you hung around outside Loretta's door, right? <laughs> Gee, you're beautiful. Well, nobody saw me. You hope. But did you get the necklace? Well, certainly, right here. Ah. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. Well, that'll make Mrs. Fowler and the insurance company very happy, I'm sure. Now, all that needs to be done is my fee, right? Sure, sure. Just as soon as I get mine. All right, boys, freeze. What? Police officer. Oh, no. Look, now, hey, wait a minute. Now, I told you. Explain it to him, Vance. Let's have the necklace, Mr. Vance. Oh, wait a minute. You got the wrong idea, officer. Come on, come on. Hand it over. Oh, uh, look, look. I, I'm working for an insurance agency. I'm, I'm, Mr. Toledo just recovered that necklace for us. It won't work, Mr. Vance. Oh, uh, bring Miss Martin in now. Here. Step in here a second, Miss Martin. Uh, can you identify this gentleman? Charles, what are you doing on the train? It's this ex-con who stole the necklace. Oh, come on. Come on, Mr. Vance. Give me credit for knowing something. You set up the heist so you could ditch the necklace and collect on the insurance. Then you'd probably break up the jewelry and sell the stones one by one. It's, uh, not very original. Well, you can't prove it. I think by the time we've had a little talk with, uh, Joe Toledo here, we'll have all the proof we need. Wait, 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 wait. Can I say something? Yeah, I guess so. Hey, Vance. Are you really in love with the redder? Or did you just set her up so you'd have someone to heist the necklace from? I don't have to answer that. Doesn't have to answer it. Doesn't matter to me anymore. I'm taking your advice, Father. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not a priest. I don't care. What city is this? Omaha. I'm taking the first plane back to Chicago. Taxi? Oh, taxi? Oh. All right, Vance. Get on aboard. Oh, will these handcuffs on? Come on, have a heart. Uh, all right. All right, you go straight to your room now. Sergeant Drake will be waiting for you. What about me? You, Joe? <laughs> you know what's ahead for you? Maybe you can get your old cell back at Joliet. Uh, hey, hey, what about my necklace? You still got it. But uh, it isn't your necklace, is it, Vance? You gave it to Miss Martin, remember? Now get on the train. Boop, boop. Well, there they go. Uh, let's see, uh... 
You owe me for two sets of handcuffs. The train ticket out of Chicago and, uh, oh, yeah, two meals and a day. Later, later, later. You got the keys to those bracelets? Oh, yeah, oh, sure, yeah. Mm. Joe. Mm. Hey, it was nice working with you again, Joe, and geez, I'm sure glad you called me. People had short notice. Are you kidding? Who else would I call for a train job but Sharky Adcock? <laughs> now let's go see where we can get us a nice warm room before all the fences open in Omaha tomorrow morning. Have you tried the holiday in? The Robin Hood Heist starred Keenan Wynn with Vic Stokey, Pat French, Lee Posh, and John Amendola. Writing and direction by yours truly, Jim French, who invites you to join us for next week's production of Crisis. Crisis.